The next one is the avalanche method. So a little bit different. You're going to take that same 500 bucks and you are going to attack the highest interest rates. And you're going to do that and you're going to work your way down. So you might not feel like the same sort of progress, but really when we just look at numbers, that one works a little bit better. So to each their own, whichever you feel like would work best for you. But those are very good ways to get out of that. Welcome in, lovely listeners. You're listening to The Free Retiree Show, your go-to podcast for your career and to get you to financial freedom. This is episode 178. This will be a money management edition. We're going to be talking all about credit card debt. Why is it out of control? How to get out of it. But before we get into that, I'm your host, Wealth Manager, Lee Michael Murphy, and I'm alongside my pal, the Venezuelan persuasion, Sergio Patterson. What is up, everyone? I feel like it's been a while. It has been a while. We've taken a little bit of time off. Silicon Valley's best interview coach has been out of the country. I heard you went to Mexico. How was that? I did. It was great. I was in Puerto Vallarta. Took a good two-week vacation. I told Lee, don't bother me for two weeks. This is true. Two <laughs> weeks. I am relaxing. I feel like, listeners, I am a, someone that can help de-stress. I mean, relax people but Sergio doesn't feel that way and that was good lots of good food drinks good times can't wait to go back we are happy to have you back in the country my friend so for tonight's episode we're gonna be talking about credit card debt how do you get out of it what does it look like right now maybe you don't have credit card debt maybe you're good there but we all know people that are suffering from it and need some help so tune into this share this episode because maybe there's some people if it's not you that need some help in there and if you are a new listener make sure you check us out on Spotify Pandora Apple Podcasts Google podcast and we are now happy to be on elevated radio so check us out on all those platforms and Serge, since you just came back from mexico are you in a friendly relationship with visa right now what is that looking like mastercard and probably visa also they love us right now we just racking it up you know how it goes on vacation you just have no regard for money you're just like ah, oh, this trip looks good this restaurant looks great let's do it yeah so that's what we're hearing right now so right now folks there's a lot of reports coming about of skyrocketing credit card balances for americans right now we're right around $988 billion, according to the Federal Reserve's latest data. And Serge, how much did you contribute to that on your trip? Did you feel like traveling has gotten more expensive, less expensive, or what you anticipated? I think traveling has gotten more expensive. Flights are more expensive, probably because gas. And then what was most surprising about Mexico now is the increase in food costs there. What does that look like now? What's crazy is when we got there, we did grocery shopping because we were there for two weeks. And I felt like I spent, we did like the Walmart there. I felt like I spent an equivalent of amount to what I would have spent at home. Whereas in past years, like Mexico is much cheaper, but the dollar's value has gone down. So everything's more expensive. Nothing is really that cheap anymore in Mexico, which sucks. Okay. So quite different. According to the latest report, Americans are carrying around roughly $5,733 right now. So that is an all-time high. And some of you might be asking, well, how has it gotten that way? And there's a lot of multiple reasons of why you can decide that maybe credit card debt is getting out of control. But Serge, I'm going to ask you, in your opinion, would you think is causing people to get a little bit more out of control with their credit cards and the debt is at all-time highs. We're getting close to a trillion dollars now, knocking on the door. I'd love to compare it to pre-COVID because I think there is a travel itch right now. There's a travel bug for people who were cooped up for years. You're smart. You are a smart man, Sergio Patterson. That is correct. Yeah, so I think I'm on board with that. Right now, there's a lot of reports that people are just, they just want to get out there. They've been pent up, they've been locked up, and they're just itching to get those Mexico trips in, those Europe trips in, the Asian trips. 
Europe, wherever they want to go. But people have basically got the green light to travel. Record number of amount of people setting up vacations. Another thing, stimulus during the pandemic kind of helped. As we know, part of the reason why we are incurring so much inflation right now is because so much money was printed during the pandemic. So that kept help people afloat. That printing of money led to massive inflation, which we are dealing with right now, which is why when we all go to the store, when we shop on Amazon, we realize our bills are much higher than they were a couple of years ago. And then the last part is interest rate. Interest rates have gone up. I'm sure anyone that's been looking at buying a home has realized, wow, it is a lot different than it was a year ago or two years ago. It's like doubled, right? Yeah, pretty much more than doubled. Last time I checked, it was right around 7.25 for the 30-year fixed. Time of this recording is July 24th. Yeah, that's where they're at right now. And right during the pandemic, you could get them at around the threes, low, high twos. So it is a different ball game right now. And right now, are you feeling anything else in terms of expenses rising? Anywhere else you're seeing a pinch? Yeah, Kimberly was just saying groceries here. Back home, when I say here is in the States, grocery bill is getting higher. I feel like they're just pinching us everywhere. Like subscription costs, I think are the Netflixes of the world. I feel like those little costs are rising as well. And that I think that adds up. But I think it's slowly but surely going up all around us. Yeah, I feel that. And then the interest rates are higher than they were a year ago. According to bank rate uh, last year, around uh, May 31st, you could get a credit card that had an interest rate of average around 16%. Now it's up to 20. So that's making a difference. All those things are adding up and the balances, people seem to be okay with higher balances. So that's a big change. But search since you've battled credit card debt before or in your early years, right? What do you think helped you get out of that? Or what are things that you tried to tame that situation? I think what's helped us is documenting all of our debt. I think once we had the like our highest amount of debt, we sat down and wrote it all down. And then once we saw it all on paper, it was easier. Once we like added up the number, it was easier for us to be like, okay, this is how we can tackle this. And then we started thinking about the different strategies. Okay, let's consolidate it. Let's get one payment versus seven. We've done that before where we move, we do like a balance transfer with a low interest rate to a credit union or something Yep, that they trust us. So they give us a really low rate and we just have it all on there versus all across the board. We've done that two times probably in the last 12 years, mm -hmm. which has been really helpful. Yeah. I remember you talking about that before, but yeah, you seem to have successfully got out of those situations. So I thought I'd ask you, but we're going to give you guys about seven, seven great tips to get you out of the credit card debt. And so tip number one, I thought, let's start with the very beginning of how you control the situation. And my first tip is to have a very close conversation with your significant other or your friends. I believe it starts there because accountability can be huge. Addressing your problems, getting it out there in the open is very important. As a lot of people that have might struggled with different issues, addiction is a little bit different, but also if you're trying to overcome something like that, you got to get it out in the open. Illnesses, addiction, those things thrive in the dark. So when people don't see them or they're not talked about, that's when they start to get out of control. That's an interesting one. That's a good one. I think, yeah, you mentioned friends or family or significant other just have that honest conversation. Yeah, but for myself, I have these sort of conversations with my wife about finances and it makes it easy. She holds me accountable and vice versa. But if we didn't have each other, I would say, and if you don't have someone, go to a friend. If you're not in a relationship, a friend, a family member say, this is what I'm trying to deal with. This is what I'm trying to do. And there's a couple of reasons for why this is beneficial. Once you air it out there and you address it, one, it's no longer a secret. Secondly, it allows people that are in your life to respect what you're trying to do. So just imagine, right? You're trying to get a hold of your debt, but it could be your wife, your husband, whoever it is. They keep inviting you out to go do stuff and spend more money. And since they're not on the same page, it gets very difficult, right? Or your friends know, all right, I'm not going to really plan expensive entertainment or things to do 
because I know Lee or Sergio, they're struggling right now and they need a break. And so maybe instead of going to a trip to Las Vegas, we're going to do, maybe we'll just go camping or something like that. It lets people react differently to your situation. Good people respect what you're going through. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I think that's a really good one. So tip number two, create a budget. Serge, since I've said this so much on the podcast, why don't you explain the budget, the 50, 30, 20 budget. I'll let you explain it for the listeners. 50% is essential. And I guess essential is like rent, like things that are like, you need to survive, correct? Correct. Yes. And then 30% is discretionary. Discretionary is like the miscellaneous things that come up. Like It's fun. It's your fun money. But it's fun money. And then 20% should be savings. Yep. 20% savings. And then when you got enough that, you invest that money. Got it. Yep. That is part of like how we get out of debt. If you're spending too much, you're never going to get out of it. So you got to live within your means and cut down your expenses. The next method or the next step we're going to talk about is the snowball or the avalanche method. These are two different strategies of how you pay down your debt. So the snowball, the snowball is you take all your debt, you try to get rid of the lowest interest rate debt first. So whatever money you're saving, 500 bucks that you can save every single month, you attack the debts that have the smallest interest rate. And once you get one down, two down, three down, you work your way to the bigger ones. And that's what we call the snowball method. It's very effective. It helps the psychology behind the person that's paying down the debt because they see progress, right? And that's very important when we're trying to get out of debt. The next one is the avalanche method. So a little bit different. You're going to take that same 500 bucks and you are going to attack the highest interest rates. And you're going to do that and you're going to work your way down. So you might not feel like the same sort of progress, but really when we just look at numbers, that one works a little bit better. So to each their own, whichever you feel like would work best for you. But those are very good ways to get out of debt. Did you use those in any of your... We did. Yeah, definitely. There's coming to mind. Like we've done where we put more money on the higher uh, balance cards we've done. It's almost like a, you feel like even paying the lower ones off. I remember feeling there was a satisfaction of checking that off. Like you felt you were making progress. So you did the snowball method when you were getting out of yours. Yes, we did snowball. And then I think the other thing we did was when we'd pay them, we wouldn't pay them completely off. We would leave some like a low balance because we've also, I've also heard, correct me if I'm wrong, like it could have a negative impact too if you just pay everything off right away. So sometimes we would pay stuff down to leave like a hundred bucks or something or not pay it completely off. I, I would say it's false. The way credit card, you know, your credit score, you're talking about your credit score, right? Credit score, yeah. So biggest thing with credit score is payment history. You want to make sure you're paying everything on time. Okay. And then the next biggest factor is generally going to be how much debt that you have. So you look at the amount of debt in your credit limits and that's how they factor your credit score. So if you have low limit and you use a high amount of your credit, that's really going to hurt you. If you're paying off your credit balance, that should help you theoretically. But yeah, I've heard that before, but really it just comes down to the payment frequency, making sure you're not using all of the credit you have. So one little trick you could do is if you're in a good situation, uh, raise your limits, request them to be raised. So you have more and mathematically when they do your credit, it's going to look like you're not using so much of it and that's going to help your score. Cool. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yep. And so on to tip number four, negotiate with your creditors. This is one that we don't turn to quick enough. When we're in trouble, we just say, oh, let's just deal, do what we can. You can call the credit card companies and you can ask them, hey, this is my situation. Can you help me? A lot of times they might say no, but you can tell them, hey, I want to keep paying. My best advice is to be polite when you're negotiating. Don't be a jerk, but talk to them and say, hey, I'm in a tough situation. Can you reduce my interest rate or put me on a hardship program? So, you know, the interest isn't incurring while you're going through this. So those are things that you can do, but that communication has helped a lot of other people. I doesn't say the worst thing they can do is say no, right? But in my experience, they want to get paid. So yeah, whatever way you can do that. If you're in 
in a tough situation, tell them, I don't want to take a bankruptcy. I don't want to stop paying. I want to keep paying you. And a lot of times, if you go about it the right way, these credit card companies will work with you. Also, you can consider a balance transfer, what Sergio is talking about. That's probably my top tip. Right now, these are really good strategies where you can look for a card that you can put the debt onto and they're going to give you a lower rate. And right now, there's a lot that are offering 0% you know, for the next 18, 21 months. Pay it off. Give yourself two years, pay that thing off. So look what your bank has. Look at multiple different banks, but there's a lot out there that can give you this time to handle the debt. Now, make sure if you just keep living your life where you are after you do this and don't do anything different, it's not going to work. But you go budget, say you're going to live your life differently. It can be a helpful tool to get yourself out of the hole. Yeah, it's also, there's a there's like a peace of mind too. Like it's just from a managing your debt perspective, I've felt that it made things easier thinking about one payment versus all of these payments for all the cards. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then another thing that you could do on to number six, look for a low rate personal loan. Right now, rates have gone up. So the loans are hovering rate around 11%. This is as the beginning of June per bank rate. So they're still not low, but they're better than the credit card, which is going to be 20% or higher than that. So you could look at consolidating everything into a loan, very similar like to the balance transfer technique. And then the last one, increase your income. A lot of us, we say, oh, we're just going to work my job and see what I can do. If you really are in a bind, you know, we talk about all the time on this podcast, the importance of sometimes getting a side hustle, looking at what skills that you have that you can use on the weekends. There's so many opportunities right now with this new economy, the gig economy, where anyone can just get another side job and have another source of income. So you couple this with some good saving and budgeting and you get some extra income in there and you can make some game changing progress. But there's all kinds of good jobs right now. So don't be scared to pick up another side hustle to get yourself out of these situations. 100%. There's just too many opportunities out there right now. Yeah. But if you're struggling, you can do it. Believe in yourself, make the changes. And if you got people in your family or friends that are dealing with them, pass this information along to them. It might help. But if you got any questions, make sure you send them to ask at thefreeretiree.com. Be happy to help you with any questions that you have and keep an eye off each other. Make sure you don't let this post-pandemic life get out of control. Okay to take a vacation and have fun, but it's not worth getting all the credit card debt because then you're a slave to someone else and that feels no good. So 100%. All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. Make sure you tune into the Free Retiree Show. We drop our episodes on Wednesday mornings and you can find us on all the major podcast outlets. Thank you for tuning in for us. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Member FINRA, www.finra.org. SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The free retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career advisor Sergio Patterson, attorney Matt McElroy, are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. All or portion of this event was paid by a third party.
The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Airbnb Inc. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.